Causing the Effect, a podcast focused on the exploration of your mind, body, and spirit. Yo, causing the effect, man with no introduction, Raj. Um, we're just talking, so everybody could just listen to what we're saying here. Raj, what I was saying was in the Bhagavad Gita, there's a lot of like, they, they, they talk about the, the union of the mind and body and similar to mm. kind of what we're talking about, but they talk about the karmic yoga and then Kriya mm. yoga. And I'm like, it, are they talking about more of like just a general sense of yoga, like with the breath and being one with the mind and then you're good? Because Kriya yoga seemed a little... A little bit of like kundalini yoga with the with the breathing and the have you tried any of that yeah so kriya yoga is is an attempt to bring all of the forms together and mm-hmm. it's That's more based on like energy and energy in action and yeah it's, it's trying to bring it all together but i guess what they're talking about when they talk about karma yoga is you know like most of us are in this action mindset mm-hmm. of like i'm gonna create this i'm gonna make this happen that's what they're talking about when they talk about karma yoga. Like, you know, our, our karma that we've created based on our past, based on our actions, that's one way of looking at things. But there's, yeah, in the Gita, they talk about all the different dimensions, basically. And everybody was talking about the Bhagavad Gita. Um, I, I mean, Raj could probably explain it better, but one of the holy scriptures made five, 6,000 years ago, um, mm through verse for scriptures. And I actually have a quote here that I wanted. It's funny. You just brought that up uh, here. Here it is. I don't know what part it's from, but I wrote it down. You have every right to work, but you should not crave the fruits of it. Although no one may deny you the outcomes of your efforts. You can through determination, refuse to be attached to or affected by the results, whether favorable or unfavorable. And that's like exactly what you just said. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I'm tapped we're, in. <laughs> we're, on the, we're, on the same, we're on the same note there. And I think that's yeah. kind of like the way I try to process just, yeah. you know, we're going to talk about creativity because mm. I need a little help on that end. And Raj has been kind of cranking that away if you've seen mm. his Instagram, but if that's what, that's my approach to work is like, I'm going to do work just to do it the best of my abilities. And I'm trying to emotionally detach from, I guess, getting like that high almost from the mm. success or failure of a deal or making money. Um, and I feel like that process seems to kind of work across the board, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That And that quote that you mentioned is, is such a deep one, man, because he's, mm-hmm. he's, yeah, just saying, be fully involved, go all in, but don't let your mind get wrapped around that, that outcome and the, the craving of the desire, you know? Because that's where we get thrown off. We're like overwhelmed by what our mind's creating, right? The ideas. Mm-hmm. And I think for the Western culture, even like any process, right? If you don't have, like, if you take that approach and you're really detached from the outcome, it's easier to do something creative. Cause I feel like that's where people falter in the Western, especially, you know, in New York, like if there's not a nut or a fruit at the end of the, of the Mm. road, like where is my, um, my outcome going to be? And I feel like once you start worrying about that outcome, you're not going to be fully involved in the process, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's such a, like, it's such a fine topic to discuss because then, you know, then we would 
people listening might be like, well, why would I do anything then? If I don't know, like, what's the point of this? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like this is fine balance of knowing the feeling that is giving you to create this. And yeah, also like thinking about what outcome there can be, but I guess like not letting it become overwhelming and not being so attached to it. Mm-hmm. And I think with, with the creative processes, particularly like what kind of creative process have you been doing? A lot of writing, it seems like. Yeah, I've been in a lot of writing recently. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like for, for me, even when, I, when I'm doing comedy, it's like my writing process becomes or anything once it becomes like almost outcome oriented. So you're filtering yeah. like a, a nice like there's that that muse or that creative idea that comes out of you. And then you distort it with like, will people read this? Is this too much? Is yeah, this too little? It. Do people care? And then you let go of the organic process. And that itself yeah. limits your growth in a way, if, if that makes sense. Because um, that's like what it probably happens to everybody. But how do you break through that? Because you seem to, to be really, I know you, you were originally an analytical thinker. And now you're moving mm. more towards being in this, because that's kind of what me and you always discuss is being in this perfect flow. How yeah. do you really put yourself in that in that state of perfect unison between both that's really the question yeah yeah great question um i think it has to be having a clear time set aside time and for me that's the mornings so in the mornings i'm at my peak right like i'm i don't even talk to many people because i don't want to spend that time talking to people i'd rather mm-hmm. be in that zone right so firstly finding a way to set aside time, but then having some kind of routine in the morning, which just clears all of the cash in your head, clears your tabs. And then just be having discipline, I'd say, like just deciding that you're going to do this consistently. But I think the most important thing with the creativity is, yeah, just allowing energy to move through you rather than thinking. Because thinking, if you're trying to say like, okay, I'm going to write this thing, I'm going to do this thing, and you're trying to think through it so hard. It's like if you were going to dance. If you're going to dance and you're thinking, I've tried this, right? (laughs) I've tried to dance, but I think it doesn't work. Yeah, you have to Mm. be in your body. You have to let the energy move you. So I think that's the key for creativity, letting the energy move through you from below and up to above, and then it kind of, just you start getting into this like almost like a trance a flow or whatever you want to call it and i it, it seems like you're doing a lot of you're you're really are you turning off that thinking and really just moving towards feeling yeah I, i'd say that there's some thinking involved but it's like now i'm the commander of the thinking it's my tool it's mm-hmm. my servant so for example i'll set aside some time that's me thinking about it right I've set rules um, and discipline but when I'm really in the creative flow yeah there's no thinking involved it's just coming through me and for for that pro I feel like for you that's that you've you've made that a very natural feeling like for me Mm. I'm kind of in and out of it I would say like now you know what everything going on I had a couple deaths in the family it's like I was just meditating it's like sometimes it feels so easy to kind of feel, is there something that you Mm. did to kind of get yourself into that feeling state? Is it like like some people like call it the meditative process, even if that's creative, right? For me, that's creative. That's something I, I, I I sometimes will struggle with, 
but even if, if I don't start with a body scan, I don't mm. know why it works so well, but that yeah. feeling like, what is that just kind of you for, cause for, even for me, I'm trying, I was doing that this morning. I was like, I'm thinking a little too much. I'm worried about this or that. And then you put a time frame on it to yeah. have that body scan. Is that the easiest way to move yourself into less thinking, more feeling, or have you tried another type of process? Yeah, I think that's one of the easiest ways for like people who are high overthinkers or, you know, really like tense body scans are amazing because you get into your awareness. You, you know, you know where to point your awareness. You're like, okay, leg, okay, mm-hmm. this, okay, that. Mm-hmm. And it straight away gets you out of the head. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, it, it's almost, I would call it like an anxiety of outcome. Cause for me, this is something I've looked into. There's a, I'm there, I'm doing my thing. There's the, then a, there's a cycle. First, it's projecting mm. into the future, yeah. panic, anxiety, let's say. That yeah. immediately reduces my energy. And we've had this discussion, right? You're with it. Yeah. Reduce the energy, then inaction, and then it's just a repeat. It's just that mm. cyclical cycle. And then obviously you're attached to the outcome. You're not, you're not being yeah. in the present. It's, it's everything. It's like very encounter, counterintuitive, right? Work performed with anxiety about your results is just inferior then you're basically yeah. working out of a state of harmony and calmness i think would be for me that's the my, my empowering emotion i always have that down calmness and mm. harmony and it seems that if you're working in that kind of way with no fear you could very well kind of have that that muse come out and that's where all my best writings have come from it's just this weird place of honestly guys i was doing um I was thinking about the like where did I get my best work from, and I was like, I was doing a little micro dosing with the with mm. not like not, you're not fucked up, but it just gives you that that moment yeah. of relief where you're not it like blocked out the worrying of what exactly people will think about it. It's um it's very interesting. Yeah, that's it. Like when when you get into that flow, it's like the only way I can describe it is like it's coming straight from your heart. Yes, it's coming straight from this place, you know. So if you if someone listening wants to start getting into these flows, I definitely would suggest connecting to like the energy around your heart. I, I do that every morning, actually. I try to expand. I try to expand this area. And really all that means is just bringing the light to it, like bringing your awareness to it. And I do that sometimes by thinking about people that I love, about thinking of people I don't even know sometimes. Like I, I do this thing each day where... I imagine the world map and I just randomly, these countries will appear and I'll imagine what does someone look like in Germany? What does someone look like in China? And I'm sending them love as well. Right. So then my whole heart is expanding Mm -hmm. like crazy. After that, there's no way to feel judgment for yourself. Like there is, but it's just less because you're just connected to other people and of everything in life. Yeah. No, I was, I was, you know, and now we're, now we're talking about, there's something I was doing and I think we may have discussed, it was like the six phase meditation Mm. or something like that. That's it. It's very similar. That's a part of it. And I think that that first step is called connection and it's Mm. um, taking two minutes, imagining there's like a white light around you and then expanding. I think that's what that's doing is really breaking down the, the you and me um, kind of perspective of, of the Western culture and making it, like you just feel a little freer. And I'm sure there's something science, like scientifically going on in the brain where you, I know you, you can't feel anxiety and kind of these yeah. bounds with gratitude. And it's probably the same thing with 
connection. So that's something because you yeah. have a whole thing you set up here, Raj. So, so give me the breakdown of what you do in the morning, like yeah. uh, of just that, just the spirit side of it, just the mind, the mind piece of it. What does that look like? Yeah. So usually I would do some kind of like gentle movement just to get like the tension out of yeah, my body, flow. maybe like 10 minutes. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then I could sit down and meditate in, in peace, you know, without all that tension. So that's what I would definitely recommend. Um, and then some kind of breath movement. Um, sometimes I do like a breath of fire. These days I'm not doing it as much and I'll just really listen to my breath. I'll just see if I can slow it down. And then when I'm meditating, I'll usually start with, yeah, that heart connection that I was talking about, expand my heart. Think of people that I, I know, then also think of people I don't know. And I'll just start feeling this inside me. And then I'll also connect this is what I've been doing recently. I've also connected the above. So what I mean by that is like all of the, everything above the atmosphere, the skies, the heavens, people can call this consciousness, God, if they want, you know, everything mm. above is God, the father, whatever. Then I'll connect to everything below the ground, the earth. Um, you can call this mother earth, whatever you want, right? That feminine energy. And I'll start bringing that into down from the above, and from the ground into the heart center. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm pulling all of that in. I'm pulling all of that into the center. And from that place, you know, they, they call it like being centered for a reason, being centered, being balanced. We can't be balanced from our head. We can't mm -hmm. be balanced from our feet. It has to be in the middle. So that's what I'm doing. I'm actively practicing this each day. I'm bringing all that energy there. And then I'll imagine all of that trying to expand from that center outwards and from that place I'll, I'll even sometimes do things like forgiveness i'll just do a quick little forgiveness check mm -hmm. see if i'm holding any <clears throat> any like tension towards anyone just drop it um i might even do some gratitude in that point it's, it's really mm -hmm. like depends on the day and then finally i'll end with something like um intention like what am i what am I trying to build here? What am I trying to do? Just refocus. And that's it. And then after that, I'll sit in silence for a while. I won't do anything. And then I'll take just it sit in. in silence. No. Dude, it yeah. sounds like you have like a custom six phase, which is it's kind of good for the day because you may yeah. not have anybody to forgive or you may not. Exactly. You may need more more gratitude. And and the, the emails I've been yeah. getting from people who they're, they're born beginners on the on the meditative scale. I, yeah. I, I was doing to get into it. I always suggest doing, are you, well, let me ask you that before we go into that. Are you listening to anything or are you in quiet? Are you, you in silence? Um, sometimes I listen to, yeah. Sometimes I listen to some music, which is like high you, frequency sounds. Yeah. YouTube high frequency. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah because kind of I was so used to doing the guided that now mm. um, I just, I, I only have been just because I'm on my Gita kick um, yeah. specifically been doing just the own, own background. Oh, nice. Just own. Yeah. And yeah. for, I feel things happening, but for yeah. some reason, what, what, and this is the question where people have been asking, it's like, if I don't have somebody guiding me, my mind will sort of just, you get rejumbled with the thoughts, which honestly, mm. that's what happened to me this morning. It's weird. How does somebody, is it more of, if I had to guess what Raj would say here, it's accepting these thoughts. They're, they're, they're these people's thoughts, not you're talking to crazy people, you have a thought come in. Yeah. How do you get rid of it? Is it simply watching it 
letting it mold into you? Because I know it's a lot easier said than done, but I, it seems like you're past that. But how did you, I'm sure at one point you were dealing with that issue. Yeah, like even now I still have thoughts that are coming to me, right? And actually before I answer that question, I forgot to say I, I do a lot of mantra recently. I do a mantra, lot of chanting. Okay. Yeah, it's really useful, man. Like Om chanting or some other kind of chanting. So powerful, man, because it's an easy way for us to focus and you feel the vibrations in your body at the same time, right? It literally vibrates you into a higher place. So doing all of this stuff, should slow your mind down a little bit mm. it should slow you down like firstly but then i also still have thoughts but the thing is like now i'm not i'm not like scared of them i'm not like oh no this thought is attacking me you're not I even annoyed know, by it no i'm not at all i just know this is the nature of thoughts right just like how my breath comes in and out this thought is coming in and out and it, you know, the more attention you give something, the more it's going to annoy you, but I just watch it. And yeah, sometimes I get into states where they don't exist at all, but sometimes I don't, it's just, it doesn't matter. It, as long as you let go of control, it doesn't matter. You know, just being with whatever's there. Wow. Letting go. I'm going to clip. I'm clipping that. Raj, yeah. where are we at? 24 minutes. <laughs> it's good. Um, no, for, for me, it, I think, I, I analytically know that, right? But I still like, I tend to get, I'm like, this isn't working then. Cause even mm. that's not, and then you're connecting to the results. And that's what really what I've been doing yeah. with the meditation. Cause like when you yeah. don't feel one of those crazy revelations or you feel yeah. oneness or the godlike, you know, version yeah. of yourself, you start yeah. looking, you start searching. And I think that's the, that's kind of what's been going on. Cause I'm, I'm like sitting there and I'm waiting. And it's like, yeah. you have to kind of let, let go, really just let go of the control. Let these thoughts happen. Focus on, I've been focusing, the Gita says, you know, back straight, sit down, all that mm. good stuff. And yeah. focus on that, that God point in the, in the, yeah. on your head, right, right between um, your exactly. eyebrows. And it's like that, that has been, it's been more of a difficult process than simply listening just to, to Joe Dispenza or, or somebody just mm. kind of walk you, walk you through that process. Have you, have you tried both? I'm sure you have tried the God. Yeah. The, the mix. What, what, for you, what's the difference? Yeah. I've, I've tried, I've tried everything, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I'd say is that I, I, I still do guided every now and then um, because it's easier. You just listen, right? It's easier. Mm -hmm. So much easier. You just listen. But I think the doing it without anything is when you really realize what's happening. You really hear the thoughts and your training is harder, right? Your training to not react to the thoughts is even harder. Mm -hmm. It's like hard mode, hard yes. mode on meditation. Exactly. <laughs> Extreme exactly. mode. Exactly. And I think, I think the good thing is that if you can do that, if you can meditate throughout noise and distractions, then that's the point, right? That's yeah. like, that's what meditation yeah. is supposed to be for. I think you were the one, somebody was telling me a story about yeah. the, the, they were doing the, the meditation class and there was the saw outside. Yeah, and exactly. You said, this yeah. is the point, this is the point of meditation, so, because I would say exactly. even for me, like I'm the opposite still, I still need my quiet. I still need to be yeah. here. Nope. Tell the neighbor, shut your fucking mouth. We're doing meditation. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I get up before the kids. Um, yeah. No, but I think that if you, if you're not a naturally creative person and you're not doing something to get yourself in this, in this mode, it's, I don't think you're going to be able to fully, to fully really realize your creative potential because creativity. Mm -hmm. If you look at it as like um, a human function, right? I think it tends mm -hmm. to, it could very well be suppressed and give you anxiety 
and, and it almost like the I have all these ideas in my mind and yeah. the, the inability to express them in a form to other people kind of suffocates me in a way. I think the challenge yeah. is to allow yourself to breathe freely, let your ideas meet the world, reach your hearts like you're saying, and yeah. almost like like I don't know why this keeps popping up in my meditations, like send ripples of call it psychic energy, call it mm. the imagination of others. And but also to equally be fine if that doesn't happen and if it's just for yourself too. It's that it's like this this yin and yang type situation mm. where you're I'm fine if it does, but I'm also fine if it doesn't, which is really like how again just results in general should be should be treated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And you know what it is? I, I think it's a level even above that. I think it's a level of not even like you're fine if it doesn't, because that is a something, right? That's like you deciding that it's, if it's fine, if it isn't. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to, you know, there's still some effort involved. But I think the, the best place is where you're just being, you're just doing your thing. That's it. You don't need to decide, oh, I, I'm going to try and stop the thoughts or I'm going to try and not focus on the outcome because that's trying in itself, right? So it's letting go of all efforts is what will get you into that like pure um that purest version of creativity because yes. creativity comes from nowhere right nowhere come from thinking it comes from nowhere <laughs> you oh cannot think it up it just yeah. appears yeah and that's kind of the, the point of the gita is that they say the truest version of a yogi or whatever the highest enlightened is a person living that's not really thinking it's out of pure intuition perception exactly. and you're just you're just being you're not even yeah they only call it thinking and that's such um yeah that is such like um it's just something that for me when you when you say it it feels so right like mm. like people so, like people come up to me dudes from the gym they're like oh that intuition stuff like that stuff's just you know it's an excuse it's like yeah it's actually the answer because if you're able yeah. to live without think i think when people think thinking they're, they're thinking lacking critical thought and I think when you're working out of intuition and wisdom, you are thinking purely in critical thinking. That is only mm. it's, it's see, but again, it's it's so flowy, right? It's it's like you're flowing like water when you're able yeah. to 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 think in that way. But you're not thinking like in a standard, like straightforward way. You're thinking like in a much larger process than anyone could possibly really fathom because you're just you're you're just being. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you're 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 taken over. I call it. You're taken over taken by something over. bigger than you, man. Because if you think about like like basketball players and stuff like that, when they're in the flow or like in the zone, they call it. That's where they are. They're in that that zone where they cannot plan what's going to happen because it's moving so fast. They just grab the ball. It's in mm -hmm. before they could have thought about it. Any thinking would cause hesitation and doubt, right? The intellect will like second guess, shall I throw it here? Shall I do this? And then the game's moved on and you've missed the chance, right? So when it's like that pure flow, nothing needs to be thought about. You just know there's no doubt about it. And I think that's the way I'd put it across to, to like people who don't, who think like this whole intuition thing is <clears> like for, for women. Cause I, I said that too. I was like, this is for women. But when I started experiencing it i just realized it's the same thing that people have have labeled flow these days it's a higher level to that even maybe it's the same thing as like 
connecting to your wisdom. It's the same thing as being in the zone that athletes get into. Is that it's just like quick. There's mm-hmm. no like hesitation there. Yeah. No, and I and I've tried to explain to people like when it's like when you what your 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 body when you start doing something habitually, it becomes second nature, like driving a car. Yeah. You know, you know, sometimes exactly. you know you just black out when you're driving a car. It's like yeah. you're doing that, but you are choosing to put yourself on autopilot and kind of leave the material world and end up looking inside and freeing up your soul in a way where you have less yeah. like you're, you're I'm removing the energy of doing the basketball of doing the, the driving the car and putting it truly into the, the, the you know, somebody like Carl Jung would call it the, the psychic energy, the Gita mm. calls it the self you're putting it yeah. into that self and being able to kind of, that's where that creative energy is created. Or at least that's what I think, you know? Yeah. You're, you're channeling something deeper than yourself. You know, you're, you're like when I, when I say all this stuff and when I'm writing, I don't even claim it to be mine. It's like, it's yeah. just coming into me. It's coming into me. Just like, you know, we were talking about basketball players. They can't explain what this is. They don't, they don't even know what it is. They, some, some of them will be very religious and they'll say, yeah, this is, this is God working through me. And yeah, maybe that's true. Like that's a good way to think about it. But there's just something working through which allows you to move so swiftly and smoothly. It's like a hundred million times more efficient than like if you were sitting down and logically trying to work it out. Yeah. But I think even the way that you look at it right now, you could tell me how you look at it. Because like you said, some people, that's something. That's something that you're saying. Some people want that answer. Is it yeah. super conscious? Is it a mm. God? Is it mm. our, have you, is that something that, because I tried to like not, there's things that it's like a question that really can't be answered, obviously. Mm. But for you, is that something that you've given thought to, or is that withdraw? Like, are you like, this yeah. is a higher power that it just works? Or is it more of this is like, are you looking at it from a psychological standpoint? Looking at it from a, like, how, how do you, have you even unraveled that? Yeah. Or are you just saying this is yeah. something and you just kind of move no, on? No, no, Def- I've definitely like went into this very deep, man. I've gone into this so deep because I wanted to know, right? Like I said, like, you, you know, I'm generally quite a practical and philosophical person. So I want to know this stuff. So what, what I got is that this is the life force itself. You know, they say life force, the prana, the chi, whatever. That's what I think this is, is coming into us. We're able to harness it. And, that's, and that combined with the higher consciousness, it's like these two mix into one man, you got like a, you got like a fireball there. You got like a fireball of unlimited potential. And I think that's what it is. It's, it's definitely some kind of spiritual thing. Um, it, to me, it's like, it's like we're drawing <clears throat> on something that is way bigger than ourselves. That's why probably people reference it to God or religion because that's what it is. That's what it's trying to represent. God is like yeah. representing this, right? Exactly. No, and I like that 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 I never thought of it in a life force, but it's it's like a broad mm. meaning that's giving your, your understanding. It's a psychic, whatever that it's another yeah. something higher than what we're dealing with. But at exactly. the same point, I bet if you spoke to a hundred people about this, whether how they feel, and if we didn't do it on a podcast with spiritual nonsense, mm. just like fr- from a bro from Miami, a dude from Miami, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we discuss it, they would go. I've had that happen before when I was when I was playing ball yeah. or when I'm in the club or when I'm dancing. It's exactly. something that every it's it's embedded 
in hundreds of millions of years of our souls that yeah. we kind of just know, oh, I know what you're talking about, whether it's spiritual exactly. or not, because I've been doing this with people like we've been going out and from people. Uh, my goal, Raj, is I've, I've always been like weird to talk about the spiritual side because there's some yeah. some dudes that I hang out with that are just straight. These dudes are straight killers. I'm not I'm not going to lie. Yeah, these yeah, are bad yeah. dudes. <laughs> and we, I, I was taught I had a we went out for, for dinner yeah. with these guys this week and they were oh we heard you had a podcast. Like, what is it about? Hmm. These dudes, I haven't seen them in years. They didn't yeah. know anything about about this. They thought it was going to be broy stuff. And I, I went into the whole yeah. thing and their reaction was, oh, that's really, you know, I, I always kind of had these feelings and I couldn't really explain them. I'm like, motherfucker, see, it's like if I could, <laughs> yeah. if I can convert the killers from Brooklyn to talk about this stuff over stakes, yeah. it, there's just something there. And I think. Yeah. Again, Jung would call it the collective unconscious, right? That mm. that there's our, there's every lineage from our ancestors from thousands and thousands of years back. We are embedded with these certain types of knowledge. And I feel like as we move through, as we move through life, we've given it different meanings. The Romans called it the the great the gods, right? Um, the Christians yeah. will call it that God. And it's all the same shtick or let me ask you that do you yeah. view it as all the same shtick the god like because I, I feel like what the Gita is trying to tell me is like god is found within me being mm. the godlike version of myself do you do is yeah. that how you feel yeah yeah i think all of this stuff is exactly what you're saying it is okay. it is this god whatever we call it like yeah. people in the people before used to worship worship the sun right and that's some that's a part of creation that is a huge part of us the moon as well all these planets um some yeah, people would say astrology a god. was the thing yeah exactly I mean, some people will say a god some people will say other things is is all just a part of the same um energy or being or whatever you want to call that how do you suggest because for me i with with focusing on this this week and the Gita, it's reminding me that my creativity and I think all our creativity is boundless. Hmm. And the 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 piece of this that you have to kind of realize, or at least not even think about, don't confine it or don't confine anybody's work on the creative side. Good, bad, right, wrong, success, failure. Because I feel like naturally. We want to do that, which which is good for the logic part of it. But but you have to yeah. stay away from is this good? Is this wrong? Is this success? Is this failure? It, yeah. That stuff doesn't doesn't really matter. We have to be vigilant of our process. Don't inter- get interrupted by the future projection. And you have to kind of be willing to share your experimental ideas with yourself that aren't going to be popular with your ego, let's say, because I feel like that's kind of what's happening. Mm. There's like the self is like, oh, this is this is a nice joke or this is something yeah. a little wild. But then the ego, oh, well, you don't know what people are going to think about that, Scott. You don't want. Come on. You, yeah. you want to you want to say that in the podcast? You want to talk about that in the podcast? It's yeah. um, it's not an easy task. It's really not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, it's, once the ego comes in, it's like it's like trying to put a cap on top of a volcano. The volcano is is trying to erupt. It's trying to come out the creativity, but we're like trying to suppress it and say, "Hey, no, this is going to do this. This means that." We're like using our memories and things we believe to try and out beat life. You know, we're trying to beat life at his own game. 
that's what creativity is. It's, it's just life trying to express itself, just like the everything out there is is doing that. So, yeah, the ego is definitely the biggest challenge, and it it can stop everything because creativity is for me it's it's about the, the creation of everything. It's about like how we got created as humans from our parents, and then how generally every every human got created it's that energy you know that spark that life so if you can really connect with that it's, it just becomes it just becomes boundless and the ego will sit on the side mm-hmm. yeah and when you when you think about it like where would we be without a creative mind right because like even right now exactly somebody thought had a maybe not a spiritual creative process as creating mm-hmm. the camera that created us, but something yeah. certainly went into that process. And what if they just said, uh, you know, like people don't, re- I think feel like everything has been made so easy in the world today for kids. Everybody wants to, you're either mimicking somebody else. You're taking the words out of somebody else. You're, you're just doing like, you're, it's a lot of um, monkey see monkey do yeah. when that, that, tapping into that potential like it had to be done 100 i mean at least it was easier to do 100 years ago because like i could think about oh i want to create this i want to create that and now we're in this world where it's becoming harder to do that on the material side of things but i feel like on like the spiritual side like if if we look at where the material world is now it's really taken an advanced stage 100 150 Mm. years if you look back the spiritual world and and the psychic world these things kind of felt fall into the forefront because Mm. of how amazing the world has become just it's exciting right we're, st- we're stimulated yeah. like it's social media i, could, I found you right we're gonna find yeah. we a fun rush it's unbelievable yeah. but the i think the the value of that creative process is certainly underrated outside of people who are in that space right like even if you look at art right people may look at like my cousins came in the other day and i would say that that i have a, a very similar painting than that one you have in, in the back right with the two faces the blue and the in the yeah in the in the red to me that's duality and there's you know what take take exactly. how you feel the in the angle that good stuff but like, what the fuck is this and i was like i used to look at i, I my cousin worked at the brooklyn museum one of the best museums and i would go and I'd be like what what is this nonsense yeah. right i never yeah. got it and then yeah. um the last year he worked was the first year i started my mindful meditation and i was looking at they had a jackson pollock um art you, you're familiar with jackson pollock at all I'm not, no. Jackson, you'll look at him. I'll send you some of his stuff. It's very much um, one of the most, a lot of pain he had, but a very abstract guy. And I was walking in and I was like, wow, I I feel it. And like, it hit me that like art is such a, like it was the first time I actually like understood art. And it was such a beautiful feeling because I was like, wow, like I'm actually, like I never was able to even fathom why would a person spend time doing this? Yeah. And I realized in that moment that looking at somebody's portrayal of art is looking at their portrayal of the world. And I'm actually going in. And that's like why art now is such a such a not as not a gigantic thing in my life, but like it's such a much more enjoyable process because you're they're giving you the opportunity to see the world through the perception of how they view it. It's, It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, that you know, that's huge. That that actually brought a smile to my face yeah. when I was when you were saying that because it's been the same for me. I was like, 
I was the same as you. I was like, not into art, not into any of this dancing and any of that stuff. Like, I was like, these people are weird. Like, why yeah. are they doing this? So they're just weirdos, you know? <laughs> and yeah, since I've gone through this process, I've just been looking at things in such a different way, like art, like even just nature, even just people. I'm looking at people and just being fascinated by just, just them and just, just the life, you know? Yeah, and it's you're a, right it can take you to these it can take you to these places yeah and and like it opened my eyes to a domain that i would call like transcendence almost like yeah you, you need to have at least the opportunity to see that transcendence is real like even in the like it's mm. a, it's a, it's a, tra- a it's a psychic thing transcendence whatever all the stuff's in the material world it's like a mix of both and I feel like you need that in your life because you, we are finite and limited and we're bounded by yeah. our ignorance and by the lack of knowing. And unless you make a connection to the transcendent, then you will not have the power to actually prevail and live your life to the fullest. I hope that made sense, Raj, because that was creative right off the, I don't know if that we're going to, people go. let me know. Yeah. That, was, that felt good though. It felt good. <laughs> yeah. You went deep. Yeah. yeah. And you know, like once, once you get into that creative zone, like every, every time or not every time, but sometimes when I, I'm having a session with a client, when they walk in, I, I say, what would you like to create today? Cause I want them to remind themselves that they have the power to create something. And whatever that is, you know, because we, we're in this default mode of like, oh, this is happening to me. This is what the world is. I'm powerless to everything. I'm a victim to circumstance. So we just go and complain about stuff. But we forget that we have that power to create, to create whatever we want. And whether that's like, yeah, I want to create a business. I want to make some money. You're creating that. Or whether that's I want to create some more like health in my life. Well, go and create that then. I want to lose some weight. Go and create that. You know, all of that is a creative <clears throat> process. Wow. That is a good way to look at it, Raj. And I think like, mm. even if, if you look at it from your, if you're not creating, call not living, whatever, let's call it just not creating simply. If you're not yeah. creating, even if we don't know it, me and you may not know the person who's not creating, the person themselves know that they're not creating. And I think that itself limits you took because even even for me i would say up till literally doing the podcast and comedy and all that stuff i was living off of just like a a blueprint of life given to me by yeah. by outside people right my mother oh get married have kids and and just meet mm. a nice girl you're fine You'll be, it sounds great yeah. um that and then when even when you do accounting and you do work and finance they call it sally same as last year mm. right where ey brothers that's that's what they taught you in public accounting is oh just do the yeah. same as last year you're not being taught to be creative you're being taught to repeat the actions of others and to be on this wheel. And I think that's probably the main issue in like in, in the world in general, but, but like, I don't know if you, people really look at what am I creating on a daily basis? If you just said, I want to create something, maybe create food, mm. maybe create something. Like it's, it's so yeah. weird. I started cooking two weeks ago, just really making yeah. steak. And I just feel so much better, not on yeah. the food and oh, the health stuff. We, we know that, but like just actually being able to create something for myself, gives you a sense of purpose or a sense of, of more power in yourself than, than anything else. hundred percent. Like if anyone listening just starts using that word, create it's changed the game for me, by the way, like I never used to say that I say to myself now, what am I going to create just empowers you. 
And you're right, like most of the world is used to following a, a routine or just some like way of doing things. That's why we look at like, how is that person doing this? Well, I'm not as good as them because it's a constant like information world. It's like information here, information with them. What is the right information? So we go and analyze what is the right information? Well, the right information is what is right for you. Well, how is it going to help you? You go and use that to create something instead of just using it to just get stored inside your head, you know? Exactly. And it's, it's, um, it's funny that I, I, this is something Jordan Peterson has said about art. He said art bears the same relation to culture that a dream does to a person's mental stability. I think what he means by that is your dream doesn't say what your mental stability is about, right? It just, it just mm. is, you can interpret it. And sometimes it's helpful, but just like movie criticism, right? It could help, but the yeah. dream is something that extends your psyche beyond where you already are. And I feel like art does the same thing on that, on that, um, on that material scale, let's say, right. So it's just something coming yeah. out of the unknown. But I feel like if you ask an artist, like, what are you producing? If they're able to tell you what they're doing, that it's not art. You're actually removing that. You can't name it. You're just, you're just like we said, you're just doing, and you're living as bringing it back to the Gita. You're just living that way that the, that is a fulfilled enlightened Yogi should do. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. Dude. We're like, it's all, it's all, all this stuff is just connected, bro. We're getting it good is. at this, Raj. Getting good, <laughs> it's man. all connected. All of it is yeah. connected. Yeah. So I, okay. So I will end it on, I think. And, you know, Raj, start gathering your thoughts for your powerful ending here. I would say the value and worth of creativity, as we've established here, people, listen up, uh, the creativity, the value and worth of creativity is in your process, not the outcome. Whatever hmm. we create has worth and value, not because of what other people will say, because it's simply yours. doesn't have to be shared doesn't have to be validated, doesn't have to be valuable. We have to cherish the birth from something from within, creating it intuitively and add it to the world. And that itself is an act of creation. Woo! I'm, I'm on some shit, Rush. I'm on, I hit because I hit our flow. I just know Damn. every time when we hit minute 25, it's yeah. all flowy after minute 25. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Damn. I don't even know if I need to follow up that. That was good. Dude, I'll uh, close maybe- it down. Damn. I'm, I'm gonna play i'm gonna play the bad cop now so you gave it the you gave it the spiritual cop yes i'm gonna play the bad cop and say to people that if you if you want to create something you have to go and sit down and discipline yourself yes just you have to make this happen like through yourself you can't wait for anyone to give you this you have to go and create that you have to own this and that's the only way for anything to get created if you really have a a an obsession i'd say but an obsession that you love a loving obsession then anything can get created perfect rush and we'll end with one, my, my last quote i had saved up for the from the gita creativity is a sacred gift to be refined not to be censored and we will leave it there raj my man we'll see you next month nice yeah that was awesome. <laughs> Calls in the effect community. Thank you guys so much for joining. Saturday mornings with Roz. This may be like a 
I'm really, I really enjoyed like the Saturday morning shtick here. I was just maybe like a <laughs> the little thing there. Um, everybody yeah. leave a, leave a like review, subscribe, whatever. Just tell one of your friends, hand it to them, go on their phone, uh, show them this episode. Be like, there's just two, there's one spiritual dude and one urban dude from Brooklyn talking about spirituality, about the soul. So that's it people. As always stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.